Okay, uh, everyone everyone press at the same time, yes. right? <laughs> yes. Okay, okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be part of the recording. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, sure, why not, right? Yeah, anyway, so fasting one just started. Uh, uh, last, this past Sunday, mm-hmm. to be honest, like I, I didn't... Uh, I didn't really, I wasn't really following the date until like, I think two weeks before um, the fasting month starts, right? before Ramadan starts. Then I'm like, eh, shoot, you know, like not really prepared. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I mean by, by, by saying I'm not prepared means, like, I don't know, usually, because you know, like you 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 fall into this sudden uh, one month where like you have to abstain from like eating, drinking. But but one of the additional things that um or rather one of the misconceptions that people have is that uh, fasting is not just about abstaining from eating and drinking, but it's also like bad deeds or you know um bad behavior and things like that mm-hmm. So I mean I've been I've been cursing and swearing every time <laughs> on the podcast, so that's one of the <laughs> so that's one of the bad things. Yeah. Anyway, uh, today today with uh, with us we have uh, Roxanne. Yay. Um, decided to to bring her in, uh, today because. Just found out actually quite recently, a few one or two months back, that she has been doing some streaming on the sites. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why Instagram? I see. I saw your account. I'm like, wow, quite interesting, ah. Huh? And then you got the pink hair and everything, <laughs> and the pink chair. <laughs> yeah, really, really the 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 gaming setup. Mm. Yeah. So actually, we it's quite interesting also because uh, yeah, maybe I'll just let Roxanne introduce herself a bit later. Um, a bit later. But. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so you come first. Say, when, when I say a bit later, it's like red flag uh, because I always start like to rant first. Okay, okay, maybe maybe for for uh, for a change, yeah, uh, uh, maybe uh, Roxanne <laughs> or Rox for short, uh, uh, maybe maybe you wanna share a bit about yourself first. Mm-hmm. You know, like what do you do now? Uh, what do you do on the sides? Uh, um, wh- where do, do, do I start? This? Where do you want me to start? <laughs> anywhere you anywhere? can you can start. Uh, okay, let's see. Let's see. Uh, usually, I like to ask um, people who come from Aki to start from <laughs> Aki school. Okay, okay, okay. Um, if we're going to start from Aki school, yeah, I graduated from the master's, my master's program um, in oh. end 2020. So before mm. that, I, I did take a gap year as well. So I, I finished my bachelor's in 2018, took a gap year and then did my master's. After my master's, I kind of freelanced a little bit. I did um, interior design for climbing Ooh. gyms here and there. And after that, um, I uh, went, I went into my current full time job, um, which is, um, game production. Oh, so wow. I do project uh, management for like a gaming company, basically. Mm. Right, right. Actually, that's that's very very interesting. Actually, the 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 amount of time you spend between, uh, so you you say you took a gap year before masters, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Just one gap year, right? One year, right? Yeah, one year. And then. After masters, you didn't you didn't do anything Aki related, or or was it still have like you you freelance right? You said yeah, I freelance for a while. So after graduate graduating um during COVID as well, so I had like maybe a one two month break first before like there was an opportunity for me to actually freelance uh my own kind of project, which was the climbing gym that I did last year, and I think that was a pretty interesting opportunity that came about, and yeah it. It was kind of like a consideration of whether or not I wanted to go for a full time job or kind of take this once in a lifetime kind of opportunity. So I just kind of took it. It's not entirely the same as architecture, I would say, because it's interior design, right? But I, mm. I, I think from that experience, oh. I, I still got a chance to kind of try 
a similar kind of design um job in mm. in a less corporate mm. environment. Mm. How long was the was the duration? I'm uh, quite quite interested to find out about this. Uh. How how long was the duration of that thing or the whole stint? The whole stint took like, about uh, maybe four to five months. So firstly, talking to like the client uh, who is somebody that I know, and then afterwards, um, finding out what they needed, and then also trying to engage the right mentors in some sense because you know I just graduated and I kind of needed some help yeah. so yeah that was one of the right, things right. and then afterwards actually getting uh, myself into the project as well so like um, coming out with the design um, and then also mm. kind of doing the project management part of it and doing the I, I guess the the on-site kind of things for the project to see it all the way to completion like, basically oh do you work on it so. alone? Or like, do you have to work uh, with yeah, like I a wanted team to ask of that people? Well. <laughs> so, um, yeah. the arrangement that I had was that because I I didn't know what to do, like I didn't mm-hmm. know how to manage a project on my own. So what I did was so that I contacted somebody from my university, like basically a professor that I worked with, and and we kind of oh. came into this agreement of like, okay, let's do this as a like a I don't know freelance kind of project, just just two of us, him guiding me because that was kind of mm-hmm. what I requested for as well. Like I wanted to. Like, if I went to oh, an architectural company or an interior design firm, it's like, you know what, this is what you need to do, you go and do this. But, like, mm-hmm. for me, I was very yeah, interested yeah. in the other aspects of architecture or interior design. Like, I wanted to see the business side of things, how people actually managed it from there, and actually what mm-hmm. goes be beyond just the design aspect. So, that was what we agreed on, and that was what we kind of did, like, eventually. I see. Oh, that's kind of cool. Huh? Like, you know, I always thought about this, like... um. Like I know, I know freelancing for like interior design and architectural work exists. Mm. It's just that I have never actually talked to someone or find out a bit more like how it works because I always felt like, well, isn't it complex? You know, yeah. isn't it complicated to to like? It's kind of intimidating, no? Like like when someone, um, like you going to someone and saying, ah, you know, I can do interior design for you. You know, just coming out fresh, fresh out of school, mm. right? Um. Or, or at the same time, or similarly, like if someone comes to you and say, "Hey, uh, Rox, can you actually uh, design this for me?" You know, like, and then you mention right because like you don't have experience, and then it, it's kind of interesting because I I never I've never thought of like going to someone directly, like. and and even like prof in <laughs> university, like I'm interested to find out who maybe later after this episode. But, uh, <laughs> like I'm so curious. I find that very 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 cool. Uh. Mm. Oh, okay. So yeah. technically, he was like your Which mentor, climbing, yeah. like throughout the project. Uh-uh. Yeah, so it was basically me taking up a project with a mentor. So oh. I think that was I think oh, that was actually very cool, exciting man. for me because like I think one of the reasons why I guess I'm not in architecture or interior design is mm-hmm. because like I didn't like how it, the corporate environment kind of felt, you know, and the hierarchy that was found in that kind of environment was very boom, stifling boom, boom. for me. So like, yes. and I've always wanted. I've always kind of asked myself whether or not, like, am I really not suitable for this uh, industry or all that, all that kind of stuff. But actually, go, being able to do this project on my own with, like, the mentor, I think it was, like, actually, it's not... I, I would say, like, I, I blame myself a lot less. Um, and I would say that, actually, uh. I, I feel like I, this... If I could do more projects in this manner, I would probably stick to architecture and interior design. Oh. Oh, that's so cool, though. Like, I've never... <laughs> no, this is quite eye-opening for me, like to be honest, because, like, I, I mean, you know me, lah. I mean, we 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 were in the same batch and everything, and then you you always 
knew like what I felt about Aki, right. especially Aki practice. Like I love Aki. Yeah. It's just that when it comes to practice, I always had my reservations about it, lah. And I mean, having hear you say or share your thoughts and experience on you know just one of these small projects, which got actually got actualized, right? Mm. Where where is this? Uh, where is this climbing gym? Do you want to do do a shout out? <laughs> shout uh, shout out gym? to ask people come visit. Um, Border <laughs> Planet at Sembawang Shopping Centre. <laughs> oh, cool. Hey, let me let me go and Google. Yeah. Where is it? Sembawang Shopping Centre. Yeah, Sembawang Shopping Centre. Boulder Planet. Actually, so is it? Uh, it's not like uh, it has several. Uh, oh wow. Locations, right? This Boulder Planet, or is it just at Sembawang? Um, so or just Sembawang. Basically, this is the first project, and we also mm. are kind of doing a second project with them as well. Um, it's not yet done oh. because we are still waiting for the architecture, architectural part of it to actually be complete. First, before we work on on the interior design project, but yeah, this is my so first cool. project outside of graduation. So, <laughs> dude, that is so cool, though. Like, so so yeah, you are gonna handle the second one or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we have already started oh. on it actually. So it was like two projects Se- in one year last year. Already. Yeah. <laughs> sick, sick. Okay, okay. I'm looking at it now. Ah, not bad, huh? Mm. What? Why? I would be so proud <laughs> if I had right. something like this. Well, wow, I see. I have so many questions about this here, but but it's gonna sound like an interior design <laughs> episode. Maybe maybe for for another time. Yeah, huh? sure, sure. Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I keep looking at the. So this. Oh yeah, I'm looking. I keep looking at the this uh the banner at the top. This is like what Lumion is it? You are using yes. A, this is Lumion. Lumion. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, so then this is like a rendering software where you can do like fly throughs, mm. um, of the space like with people walking and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, Wait, this, this one was actually do... done by the this is done by oh. the people who designed the walls so basically what oh. we covered was everything else but they got like wall specialists to come and design the wall and they did this render as well so the renders that we did were in Enscape I see I see uh, <laughs> okay okay I understand uh, yeah yeah Ben sorry you had a question for no I wanted to ask her like who did the video but she kind of like explained it Uh-oh. yeah Yeah, because yeah, I, I I don't know. It looks so like nice. It looks like Sims. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah, kind yeah. Of. No, no, that's 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 fair. Right. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Because Van Van is also like low key interested in interior design, among other things. Ah, <laughs> uh. basically, basically, she comes to me every day texting me. Hey, you know, I feel like learning this. Ah, uh. so, uh, since the start of the year, <laughs> like you count how many days it's been. It's probably like that number of things that she want to learn. <laughs> <laughs> Helps her. <laughs> <laughs> no, but also good, like good. I think I had this misconception about um architecture and interior design that like there are two different things. So I think recently um actually Shahi and I like we attended some uh interior design workshop by Lego, and then so cool. I I don't know. Then um I guess that was where like they kind of explained to me also like that actually they're kind of like intertwined, so mm. it's not that far off from each other. That's why I was a bit like surprised that the first project that you took on right after you left, like right after you finished school, lah, was actually a interior design project. Mm. It's more, I would say it's more. It's more approachable. Okay, for me lah, really, ID more approachable to you. I I honestly feel that there is a difference between archi and interior design, as in like the considerations that you have yeah. um are different. Um, but mm. I mean, in terms of uh-huh. the skill, 
And as a freelance, ID projects are definitely easier to come by and are easier to take on as well because like there isn't as much that you need to do. And I mean, if you're talking about architectural projects, freelancing for an architectural project, even the smallest kind of project would take up at least one and a half years, which is kind of hard yeah, to come yeah. by. La. I see. Wow. Damn. Okay, I'm going to take this conversation online, offline <laughs> with you. Quite, quite cool, quite cool. Okay. Yeah, actually, to be honest, what the hell, like, the main <laughs> the main uh, reason we brought you <laughs> onto this uh, episode was really to find out more about, um, like, I guess you're the side stuff you do and also, like, your current job, right? Mm. Uh, I think what you mentioned earlier, you're doing a PM uh, for the game design company or something? Yeah. So, yeah, so basically, throughout the whole period of me freelancing for, like, um for, for this project and actually trying to search out for other projects and stuff, or working on the second project, um, basically, I had a lot of free time, right, since, you know, you're freelancing. So what I did was mm-hmm. that I actually mm-hmm. took up uh, certain courses. So I, I went for a UX course, an eight, eight weeks course by Tech for She, and I also attended another course um, by Skate, uh, that, that was kind of um, for shoutcasting for a game. So it's like gaming commentary. And oh, while yeah. this was happening, I was also playing, um, I started to play like Pokemon Unite. So that was like mm. one game that, <laughs> I think kind of stuck through from that, that period of time and I, I that was kind of how I got introduced into like the whole world of esports line in some sense. I mean, in university itself, I was playing like some games with the other, you know, like after studio, you just like stay stay in studio. The profs, yeah. the profs are already then you're just like, hey, you want to play Dota? And then like, we'll just go and play Dota, that kind of thing, very casual stuff. Right, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, while I was freelancing, I, I had a, enough time to actually explore this kind of stuff and I think opportunities kind of open up from there as well so mm-hmm. um, basically my friend was working in the gaming company that I'm working in now and they were looking for like someone to do project management and I think project management was something that um, is quite transferable I think we in Aki or in yeah. ID you kind mm-hmm. of have to do that as well coordinating things between different groups of people so I thought this was pretty interesting and it was something that you know I was willing to try like it was um an interesting opportunity that kind of presented itself at that point. And um, I was like, you know what, why not, right? Just just take it on and stuff like that. Then mm. um, in terms of like what I do on the side, I currently uh, stream games as well as um, shoutcast for, for Pokemon Unite, basically. For mo- community so events. Cool. So cool. Wait. Wait, what's Pokemon Unite? Uh? So Pokemon okay, I, I Unite... Also. Yeah, but tell me more. Pokemon yeah. Unite is uh, Nintendo and Pokemon's foray into like the mobile genre so it's kind of like a dota lol wild rift mobile legends kind of game i i would think more mobile legends oh. or wild rift because of the because it's on switch and mobile um so it's mm-hmm. a much more simplistic kind of mobile game as compared to dota and um league of legends but i think it because it is you know very recognized it has very recognizable characters in it um, it was one of the reasons yeah. why I kind of took it up as well. They had a very interesting spin to the game as well. And I think from mm. when I first started, I, I kind of played played it alone. And then uh, I soon found out that there was like a community of players within Singapore. And that was how mm. like I kind of got into it a little bit more, understand like the esports industry a little bit more with like the kind of programs that some people were asking me to join because of the things that we were doing within the community itself already. Mm programs to join meaning like what like competitions or what so um when we when it was a very new game like last year before it became a competitive esport um with the announcement of worlds happening this year in august um i was already helping like you know new members of the community to learn how to play certain pokemon and kind of like sharing strategies with them so um basically (laughs) 
<laughs> I then I was introduced to some of the casters for other games. So basically, casters are like um, game commentators, and they were talking mm. about you know if you yeah. like if you like teaching people this kind of game, maybe you want to sign up for this event. It's free. It's by Escape. It's called Elevate, and it, and they basically equip um, people who are interested in esports with knowledge on how to shoutcast for the games or to kind of do event production. Wow. So that that was what I joined since I was also quite free during that period of time, lah. Wow. So so it's uh, like uh, over a short period of time. Uh, it's not like you're still doing the training now or anything like that. Yes. Yeah, so it's, it was a you kind of graduated eight from it. weeks intro kind of program. Um, it's really for people uh, to just dip your toes in a little bit, try it out, and then if it if it's something that you want to pursue, then I guess opportunities kind of open up from there because you get to meet mm-hmm. people from like the industry itself. Um, you get to um, I don't know just. I think if if you want to try, like, there's definitely opportunities. I think I never realized that there were a lot of, like, community events or competitions within Singapore. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. from there, I found out right. even more about, like, um, this industry. And I was like, oh, this is very interesting. And, like, I, I have I have time and I have, like, interest in doing this. Like, why not just try it out, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's how I kind of got right. into that. And then, yeah, in a similar way, I got into streaming as well. So from the Pokemon mm-hmm. Unite community, we had this kind of all all girls team shout out to everstone um basically and then there was this person who was already streaming so she kind of um wanted more people to stream and she kind of enabled us by giving by buying for us like this capture card thing that helped us to start streaming and from there Mm. like with it uh, i started to stream as well so i streamed gameplay online initially um very very casually and stuff and then there was another program by skate that um it's a streamer residency program. Um, so I joined hmm. join it as well. So it's like a camp. Uh, they connect um young streamers together and basically teach us the ropes a little bit of how streaming works. Oh, so cool! Dude, that is so cool. <laughs> okay, wait. And uh, you did all this in a span of um a yeah. few months. Like <laughs> oh I started streaming Dude. in end September. I started yeah uh casting maybe in December. Yeah. Oh my god. So, so fast. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Dude, no, I I, like, I really love like when, when you're telling this whole story because I really feel like it's really like one thing leading to another. Yeah. Right? Mm. Like, like you know the opportunities. When you talk about opportunities, right? Wow, that's really, really amazing. Mm. Then when you talk about like shoutcasting, right? How when you say you get invited to do it or is it shoutcasting? What exactly is shoutcasting? Uh? Maybe maybe for the benefit of anyone, uh, everyone who's so, listening. Okay, I guess the best analogy I have is that when you watch a sports match, right, you have like people telling you what's actually happening in the game and what they expect to happen. So in a similar way, in esports, that's what the shoutcasters do. They basically mm-hmm. commentate on the current gameplay and they also kind of like um, offer insights to the game. And I think that is what kind of makes, makes watching games or watching sports that exciting, mm. right? Because you mm. have someone going through with you what's actually happening, breaking it down <laughs> for you, and yeah, man. you're basically doing mm. that. <laughs> I see. Have you oh, ever like so cool, um though. participated in one of the competitions before? Um. So before I went into shoutcasting, we, I did mm. join some of the smaller community events. Um. At that point, basically the community kind of um uh, pushed themselves a little bit more, organized some of the competitions ourselves, and those were the mm. competitions that we kind of joined. So um. Last year, we kind of, we had a 
pretty big event um, under the Global Esports Festival. So there was like a prize pool and stuff like that. I think a total of 32 teams for Pokemon Unite. And yeah, so that was Mm. the one that I kind of participated in before like I got into casting. Nice. Wow. (laughs) Hey, that's... I don't know. I'm still in awe because like you really get to experience like from the... Like as a participant Mm. and then you slowly pick up like you know, yeah, up to the shoutcasting and now you're PM for a game design company. I don't know. It's just quite amazing to hear right? <laughs> the transition right. and everything. And the streaming thing and everything. Wow, okay, okay. But I I I'm also quite interested to 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 ask you also, like, um when you say you do streaming, right? Is it how, what what do you think of it? Like is it something very challenging? Okay. Um uh, like for you uh, because you already know some people in the industry, right? Like, like you have been uh, dabbling a bit with, like, uh, you know, um, uh, as a participant uh, with the gaming communities, um, and also as uh, you know, you do shoutcasting. Only later then, then you you pick up streaming, right? Oh, actually, I stream. So, first. do you find I it? First. Oh, you stream first. Yeah, I stream first before I started. Then was it hard, though? Um, actually, I Didn't I never but... imagined myself to start streaming, but um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, like the week before I started streaming, I was like talking uh, with friends, right? And like I had this um basically an older friend from from church and stuff, and he told me, "Wow, I think streamers are damn weird." And, like one week before I started streaming, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh." Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess I just kind of went and try it out first. <laughs> like, I, I didn't expect nice. myself to kind of enjoy the process so much, but mm. it was quite interesting to see, like, this whole new world kind of just open up a little bit. Because mm. before that, I've never, like, um, yeah, yeah. never thought of streaming. I've never, like, really watched streamers and all that kind of stuff. Maybe other than, like, Among Us, like, some of the streamers mm. on, you see it a little <laughs> bit here and there. But after that, it was kind of like, wow, this whole thing kind of exists. And, like, it's pretty interesting. It's kind of scary because it's online and I'm I'm quite conservative. Yeah, yeah. And so initially mm. when I started, I didn't show my face at all. Oh. Like I tried oh. to use a virtual avatar to kind of just oh let it go. <laughs> <laughs> let it let it. Virtual avatar. How does that work? Yeah. But you're speaking means the virtual avatar it follows your mouth. Yeah. So like basically, oh. um, your camera oh, captures sick. um uh. your your facial features and the movement of your mouth. But okay, so for the more complex one, uh. you can kind of uh get the movements of like your whole entire body like you can do rigging and all that kind of stuff and then your character mm. will kind of follow yeah, yeah. you so i did a very f- i i used a bit a free avatar and i and basically just yeah. check my face and check my uh, mouth and then like <gasps> use that to kind of uh, be my character on on stream oh my god yeah i was so new to like this streaming thing and i was like is this even yeah. safe kind of kind of <laughs> mentality going into mm. it and then i was like yeah and then once i started casting it was like i couldn't really hide my face anymore so there's no point in using a virtual avatar <laughs> i was like okay never mind i'm just gonna use my camera and like yeah oh Both. So cool. yeah that's great now i wonder oh, what like, your hey, virtual avatar looks like it <laughs> i tried to find hey, one you, that you, was you, similar to me you have it um, so it's kind of like <laughs> pink haired is it like the Apple ones? Apple ones? Yeah. Um, no, 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 it's not. It's not. It's kind of, it kind of had that anime kind of look because that was easier to find. Oh. Like it's free uh, and like I just grabbed it off the internet somewhere. Um, not even sure if that's actually 
legal, but yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a two, like a 2D, 2D kind of avatar. It's, it? uh, it's 3D in the sense that if I turn oh, my head, it's able oh, to 3D. capture the, the turn follow. as well. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's so interesting. Yo, I didn't even so. know, man. Hmm. Yeah. I thought it would take like a I'm lot like, of work for that. Like for you to create a virtual avatar. But yeah, the way I think you if say you were it, it's to like, create it, uh, it's quite hard. But like, mm. I didn't create mine. I just found something that kind of <laughs> resembled me a little bit and then I just took it. <laughs> just I see. No, but even then, right? Even then, like, I'm I'm just thinking about it. Like, even then, setting it up, like that whole that whole setup right at the start, mm. like, the whole the whole system mm. and the whole ecosystem. Like how how do you set it up at the start? Uh, in a way that it is it it's just enough for you to start streaming, uh, well, right? Mm. So it's not it's not merely just about um oh um you know, I'm just gonna put my game on, uh Twitch, and then I'm just gonna play. You know, it's not it's not as simple as that, right? Because you still have to think about, uh, yeah, how do I plug in my avatar and then stream at the same time, or you know, how how do I do I post process my videos after and post it somewhere, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, do I need to get a proper mic? Right. Do I need to get a proper mic? So yeah, so honestly, <laughs> you know that whole process. When yeah. I first started, I was so scuffed, and honestly, right now my setup is very scuffed as well. So um, <laughs> for me, like, cause I I never never thought of doing this, right? So I didn't have any of the things that I needed. Like, mm. my mic was the... I was using, like, the cheapest Logitech mic... Uh, sorry, not mic, the webcam, which mm. had an inbuilt, built-in mic. So that was what I was using as myself. <laughs> and then, like, um, it's, like, 720p wow. and it's, like, super zoomed in. So it was really <laughs> cheap and I didn't have a proper mic. Um, my headphones, okay, I have oh my, my headphones. I don't have proper lighting and the, mm. the setup, everything on my stream, I kind of slowly oh, right, add lighting, on once yeah. in the... After I, I look at other streamers and what they include on their streams, and I was, I was like, oh, this looks pretty interesting. How do I add this on my stream? And I just Googled everything and I figured nice. it out. La. But of course, at the start, mm. like it was the friend who bought me the capture card that kind of helped me set up the very initial things, tell me how things work a little bit so I could kind of um understand oh. from there. And then afterwards, mm. anything else okay. is like just Google and just figure it out. Like sometimes on stream, right? Like a lot of technical difficulties just happen and you just try and troubleshoot it on the spot, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. Why? Why? This this really cool because like really pick up a lot right along along the way. I, I mean, uh, of course, very important at the start that you know having someone to 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 help jumpstart you uh, into this kind of thing is, I guess, is is a very nice thing to have mm. also because I feel that more times than not the reason why a lot of people just uh, decide not to do after thinking for so long is because like. They always keep thinking, uh, what if this, what if that, mm. you know, like there's so many what ifs yeah. uh, that, that, that bother you to the point that, uh, okay, maybe never mind, I just don't do it, you know, I just find some something else to do instead. Mm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know, man, I, I, I'm kind of, like usually in every episode I got so much to say, but now I'm just like kind of in awe because I keep thinking, wow, this is quite amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think it's just very different though. I think with a lot of, a lot more time on my hands, um, I just got, I just got the opportunity to try out all of these kind of things and just see whether or not it works mm. out. Uh, like, yeah, that's that's definitely something yeah. that I wouldn't have been able to do if I were to join an architecture firm for sure. <laughs> Dude, thanks, thanks for bringing that. Up. Can I just say? Can I just say? Yeah, can I just say to everyone that, um, yeah, actually, it's uh, not having time on your hands to to explore. Wow, I you know it's such a good thing to have. You no, know, it's it's really such a privilege because mm. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people scared and then just jump to do whatever they want to do, like uh, you know, whatever they studied in uni, mm. right? It's 
even though sometimes they don't like it, it's because like they felt that like, ah, you know, I spent so, and I said this so many times, right? Because uh, in the previous episode, it's just like because uh, you know they felt like I spent so many years in yeah, doing yeah. this, you know, like I'm I'm kind of afraid to break away from this, mm. but you see, like in such a short span of time, like one or two years, like one year or so, they can achieve so much, right? If you really like decide to find something you know yeah, find something yeah. new to try mm. and, oh it's yeah it's, it's really very really amazing but on that note though like <clears throat> streaming um what do you feel like or, or to you what do you think uh, like uh, so far you've been doing it for how long mm. so far uh, i've been I streaming since end september or like october la, basically october do you do you try to keep a certain consistency to it or are you still just experimenting? And- uh, I I try to be more consistent but I also try different things as well. So basically, mm. um, like after going for streamer camp and all that kind of stuff as well, it's very important to be uh, consistent because like you build your, your viewership base by doing something consistent, basically. Um, so I stream a lot of Pokemon Unite and I stream like... Um, my ranked gameplays or like I do viewer games to engage with the community a little bit. But I've also mm. been trying other stuff as well. So I have I have actually tried like doing art streams since I do have like um like a tablet PC. Wait, what stream? Art sorry, stream. sorry. So I draw on stream and then do requests oh. for people. And oh. stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of things Event. that you can actually stream um <laughs> stream on Twitch or like YouTube or mm. whatever platforms. Oh. So it's not just gaming, you see, and like there are some people who do just chatting and they chat about all sorts of things. They do music and that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of um, room to express yourself and like, I don't know, explore like what you enjoy, <laughs> I think. Yeah, like, like how we, uh, I, I see it's funny, it's funny you say, uh, you know, you can find a lot of ways to, to express yourself because the one of the reasons why we started doing this <laughs> is because I think we also got a lot of pent up things <laughs> we want to say and, and, and express. Yeah. Yeah, but quite cool. So that means really got people doing like podcasts on Twitch and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I also do my own podcast, but it's more related to Pokemon Unite. So I do interviews mm. with um some ah. top few teams in Asia as well as um the Oceanic oh region and kind of stuff on Twitch and <laughs> oh, stuff. Next level. Yeah, so just, <laughs> I guess that, that's ah. where all the experimenting comes in, right? So I just started with mm. games and I was like, you know, how how else can I reach other people? What else am I interested to do? And like, where where is my heart at? when I'm streaming. I think that's something that mm. I, within the whole span of like, starting in, starting in October uh, until now, it's something that I constantly ask myself um, when I take a pause. La. Damn, do you really take a pause though? <laughs> Oops. I got called out here. Oh no. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Hey, can consider uh, doing podcast on Twitch, uh, Ben. Yeah. Mm. I was like, um, if you want to take it to the next level, then we start streaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. So, so how does it work? It's like okay, so we just pick a day where where we stream, and then of course, uh, while we are streaming, we kind of record it, right? So later on, then we can post on Spotify or something. Mm. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Is that how I it think works? what will happen now. Let's say in this case, we are doing the podcast right now, right? You could basically stream uh. like WhatsApp, whatever is on Discord, and have like an overlay for your uh, Twitch, and then this would be live on Twitch right now. And then the recording and everything, Whoa. you can just um, upload it to YouTube or Spotify as and when you have it ready. But of course, it's quite scary in that case because everything is live, right? That means you cannot mm. edit out any part. So it can be a bit uh, scary in that true. sense. Mm. But of course, when, when you upload uh-huh. it afterwards, you can, you can kind of like... Edit it. Yeah, yeah. 
It's just the one on Twitch lah. It's just the one on Twitch, yes. right? That when people watch live, that's, it's live lah. Yeah, it's live. If you yeah, name drop, right, then GG. Yeah, so... <laughs> name drop, <F-O>. company drop. The dangerous lah. Seeing how we always talk like unfiltered and shit. <laughs> yeah, but... but but it could be it could be interesting uh, to to try. I mean I mean it's kind of like killing two birds with one stone, mm. no? Because we are, we are recording anyways. Yeah. Like it's just a, it's just a, a little bit of extra step to to like make it live. Mm. Yeah. And if you want, you oh, can also post yeah. it on YouTube, I guess. Mm. Right. Because the mm. the stream itself will rec- uh not record, but like it's online, so you can just re-download it and then re-upload it. Mm. Right. Right. Oh yeah, because. Oh yeah, because anyway, we are talking with our cameras on and everything. Mm. Like, the only missing part is like, <laughs> it's like, I think we've been talking about it so because we've been thinking, uh, I, I guess one of the challenges when we started is that, you know, it was the, it was still during the COVID phase and everything and we were like, uh, how do we do this? Uh? Like, do we actually need to to do it? Uh, like, if we need to do it physically together, like a bit hard also. Yeah, right. Um, mm. And also, you know, uh, to, to match schedules and everything is a bit hard. So, mm. Then we were like, uh, okay, so then it will make it a bit harder. Let's say if we want to to start talking about, you know, how to, in, uh, you know, record ourselves. Because usually most podcasts you see, they actually have their own studios. Mm. Uh, they have their own rooms where, mm. you know, they actually have a camera set up. And then everyone is just sitting at the table and talking, which is, which looks very nice. Lah. So, so in our case, like if we, if we were to record, so it's just going to be like this kind of... Uh, uh, over Discord, Zoom kind of view, you know, where you have our, we have our own uh, indi- indi- individual webcams, mm. which is still okay, yeah. I guess. Yeah, there's always a start, lah. Huh? Mm. Right. No money for studio. Right? Yeah. <laughs> start, start with like yeah. my non-streamer setup. Even my light yes. right now is damn scuff. I can show you. So people yes, usually yes. get a ring light, right? This is mine. This is a table lamp. Uh, uh it's a reading lamp basically. <laughs> oh my and god! Then isn't I use, that like, the 3M one? Yeah, uh, no, this is, I don't know from where, but it's a very old <laughs> oh, okay. table lamp. And then I use, like, this thing to filter the light a bit. If not, Yo. yeah, <laughs> She put, like, what is that, a tissue? It's kitchen towel. It's kitchen kitchen towel. Kitchen so towel. that I can, I don't get, like, oh such God, kitchen light. towel to wrap yeah. the lamp. Oh, no, my camera. Wow, you never thought of yeah. Did you learn that trick, like, from, from online? From no, no, no. I was, like, just figuring out how to do things um, before I have. Because I didn't really want to buy a ring light. Like mm. they really need it, what and I don't like the, the, and I don't like how it like if you use a ring light, right? Then you can see the rings over here. Yeah. So this one it just gives me like a bit more light, so it's just like that. So I just look brighter. <laughs> and without that much of a shine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, hey, sick, bro. <laughs> hey, what the hell? <laughs> hey, can you give me like crash courses? <laughs> how to be a scum? Very interesting dreamer. stuff. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean casual shit, man. Anytime you have stream, you want to invite us, uh, just come in talk shit with you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Idea, idea. Oh, quite cool. So, so the, so right. Okay, so that is your setup right now. Right? Yeah. You're talking you the, the light that you show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, wow. Okay, yeah. Because I've I've always <laughs> felt that a lighting setup is one of the more he- the bigger headaches, right? When it comes to streaming, mm. like how do people look so nice right, on camera, right. right? With all the, uh, <clears throat> colorful uh, ambient lighting behind and things like that, you know? Yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, that one I don't have, but like. This setup and the location and everything, you can plan yourself for solar. So that you don't show like too much of your background when you place your table and stuff, you know? Use your yeah, use your yeah, Aki. Yeah. Aki to <laughs> come up with a very good layout for like all this kind of stuff. Ah, uh, that's why you did that that the whole room thing last time, right? I remember like you you had this whole uh period where you were like changing furnitures and yeah, shifting yeah. stuff in your I room think or something. Fun, like, 
even though I'm not doing Aki or like oh interior God. design, like just experimenting yeah, yeah, with fun. the space that I have. Um, during like the whole COVID period or like even after like when I got this um space, basically I took over my brother's room. So how how do I want to lay out <laughs> everything? Where where do I want to put things? How do I how do I want to use the space? I think all this that we have picked up from in school is still very relevant, whether or not we are practicing or not. Yeah, yeah, mm. for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and like I always feel that. Because uh, after I graduate, then suddenly, uh, because I stay at home more, mm. so so um, my mom has more chances to talk to me or tell me like what what she wants mm. at home, right? Uh, usually she's the type that really wants to any furniture that you want to get. She always has this custom idea in her head, lah. So off the shelf is not something that um always always interests her. It's always she, she always wants like ah oh, can we have this like you know instead of this uh bookshelf having like this can we have like that that, that you mm. know like like certain sizing and everything. So. It's kind of useful because I feel like I can always pull up a, a, a I was I can always sketch up, sketch something and I can always pull up a cat software and then start modeling right. something very quickly, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's so convenient. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you. It's never a waste. Yeah, it's, it's never, never a waste to take architectural interior design. Then um, eh, oh, oh yeah, one thing actually when because uh interestingly Vanessa she um a few weeks back or I think one month back or what she was she was trying to do her. Uh, buy some new furnitures for her room lah, and and try to rearrange yeah. stuff in her room also. And then she's always like you're always talking about this what like um table on the floor kind of thing. Oh right? yes, where you can sit on the floor. Right. Then actually, Roxanne, if I remember correctly, you have this. Yeah. Uh, you have your bed is like on the floor kind of thing. Right? I do, I do. So um, after after my bachelor's, I this was also like a small project that I did. So I redid my entire room. I did a little bit of a renovation. Uh, I put a plat. I asked the carpenter that I got to kind of put a platform and then a storage platform. Um, and then that's where like the bed came in. And then because of the platform, I I could split up the space in front, right? So the front space, um, used to be yeah. where I had this workstation now. But then I yeah. after after my brother moved out, I basically took over this additional room. So I moved my um workstation here. And basically, mm. I had a whole lot more space in my room, right? So what I did was I kind of put a carpet. And, like and then I bought a a Muji table, the low table, and I put it in my room. Mm. So it's kind of like this cozy Yo. corner that uh, I have right now. Vibes. Yo, can you can you just uh, turn your webcam and show around a yeah. bit if you don't mind? Uh, it's in another room, but let me. I will run over and I'll take a photo ah, okay. of the room. <laughs> I'll send it to you. Okay, guys. okay, cool, cool. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. Shit, oh man. my god! Yeah, actually, and, actually, uh, you know, uh, actually, I was eyeing the Muji low table also. <laughs> right. Yeah, because yeah, I was mm. thinking this girl keep talking about low tables. I see. I was low key about to mention Muji. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I did. I did went to, to like research on it, but then um, I think it was a bit too high for me, so I couldn't oh. like buy it also, or like it didn't have like when... storage, a lot of storage, which I kind of like wanted, or at least like some, something where I can put stuff. Yeah. Storage meaning like what? Like drawers? Yeah. Uh? Talking like, about drawers or... Um, okay, I didn't really want it to be like a drawer. I wanted it to be kind of like just a tiny platform at the bottom. Yeah. Like the primary school uh, classroom table? Yeah, uh. a little bit like that. Uh. <laughs> mm. But at the same time, like <laughs> still... Like I'm still able to put my legs through. Like underneath the table. Oh, that's quite yeah. cool. I never thought of that actually. So, yeah. So it's like... It's always about the height, I guess. Because if it's too low, right, sometimes the storage part becomes too too low, then your legs can't go through, which is my current problem. Uh. Yes, back. welcome back. <laughs> right, right. 
Hey, 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 she sent something on the. She sent a video on <laughs> okay, the. Okay. On the group chat. Wow, you see, that that's the platform platform I was talking about. So I think there was one period of time where she was so busy showing, uh, oh. displaying on Instagram. Sorry, that mm. was quite amazing actually. But I, I don't know why I never say anything. I was just like, oh, quite interesting, ah. Huh? I have this um custom platform thing in the room mm. and everything, and that table quite cute. So cute. <gasps> Yeah. Wait, so the room that you're using now is your brother's yes. room? As in, the room that you're showing now is your room, right? As in, the, the one that I just sent is my bedroom. And then the room that I'm in now oh. is my brother's room. So you use it as like your Streaming office room. or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, get so me. This wow, is like, shout out to your brother, man, for moving so, on. So this mesh <laughs> is the same as like what I'm using um, in my bedroom mm, to hang yes. my clothes. And then this is the setup. Whoa. We got like two screens, and then Whoa. there's another workstation. Oh, nice, nice. Wow, yeah, it's just completely eh? for work. Oh, I got two workstations. Yeah, because um for, for work. work. Yeah, I see. Okay. Sick. <laughs> I want a workstation and a game station <laughs> in the same room. So. <laughs> really, man. Shout out to your brother for moving out, yeah, man. Thank thanks, you, thanks. Eh? No, <laughs> thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, your your brother got married or something? Is that why he no, moved out? I think now it's quite common for them to actually just rent places with their um, partners, right? Ah, okay. So that's what mm. he kind of did. Yeah, um, yeah. If he ever moves back, I have no idea where I'm going to put all this furniture, but <laughs> that's f- for another time. <laughs> you can act like you, you don't know him. Uh. Um, sorry, this room belongs to you. I think it's mine now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that clock is from where? Uh? That clock very nice. It's eh? from the one in the Haiga. Room. Oh. Ah. Huga, Huga. Sorry, Huga. Mm. Yeah. The H U I G A, is it? No, no, no. Uh, Wait, what is H-O-O-G-A. it? H O O G A. Yeah, H O O G A. I think it's an old mm. model. I actually found a lot of the furniture that I have in my room from oh, Carousel. Huga. So like, oh. um, that clock was from Carousel. The table itself oh, was a Muji. It's really a Muji like you, yeah. low table from uh. Carousel as well. Then the the mm. IKEA carpet, the the bamboo Very nice. and the steel one <laughs> from Carousel. Yeah, I oh love that God. you you keep mentioning Carousel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Carousel. Dude, it's so cool though because yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to take Carousel in this place as well. Yeah, yes. thanks, thanks Carousel for for sponsoring our um, you know, for sponsoring <laughs> Roxanne's Rog- uh, room furnishings. Just remove. No, actually, it's so cool though. Yeah, actually, surprisingly, I also um like the my first um place to go right, is actually Carousel, like to search for secondhand goods. Or at least like I try to search for secondhand goods, like so that I don't have to like buy at the full price. So mm. it was quite funny yeah. that like you got most of your stuff there. So yeah. <laughs> so the possibly like the only thing where you spend like hundred percent of your like the 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 cost on is the carpentry. The platform, yeah, the renovations basically. <laughs> so the carpentry work and the electrical parts of it as well. Wow. The best is. Taobao and Carousel. Okay, more name, name dropping. Shout out to Taobao. Un- <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Like. I said under the under the platform. You mean like there's a there's ele- electricity stuff under the platform oh, and everything. No, no, or, no. Or the platform is just a platform. The platform is okay. a storage platform, yeah. and then mm. um, so the the inside part of the the room, I kind of got them to install like um a cupboard as well as like the bedside table kind of thing and then those are where the sockets are mm. la. so that is the entire renovation for my room the rest is all kind of DIY including the wire mesh thing mm. wow hey Rox if you don't mind 
can you can we feature like a photo of it <laughs> like in in our in our IG carousel post like maybe one of them is like your this uh uh Boulder Planet project mm. like an image and then and then another one is like that platform thing on your in your room if you're okay with sharing sure. I mean, no no pressure can, can. I, I will clear up all <laughs> but, the rubbish yeah, okay. that's in my room and then I'll get a nice photo <laughs> yeah nice. yeah and and also and also a photo of the light you cover with the, uh, the <laughs> sure sure <laughs> that one we put last that one we put last <laughs> yes oh funny sir this is so nice yeah okay okay actually uh, I, I just want to bring back the conversation to like uh, earlier back to the the whole streaming thing and uh, being in this gaming scene um, like as a female right mm. right so far when you when you when you just started or when, when you just uh, even even before you were streaming right when you are uh, meeting people in the community um, even when you are doing shoutcasting all this like ha- have you always felt like how how, how do you feel about being like a female in this in this whole scene, you know, does it feel awkward like to you, or do you feel like you are always being overshadowed by like guys because they are so freaking loud every time, like when you play games and everything. Like, you, okay, you know this, right? You know this from Dota. Every time you play Dota in school, <laughs> don't all the guys like, whoa, 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 yeah, they just you know, like shout across they, the entire studio. Uh, yeah, they shout. <laughs> <laughs> like even if they use mic, freaking it is. Even if you all play like in your own rooms, like they will just keep scolding each other and just calling each other out, right? And if, if you're like the only girl in that in that in that game or in that team. Like if you are not that outspoken, yeah, you will you will just feel like oh, what the heck? It feels so awkward and like you don't have much to say or something. I don't know. What do you think so far? Like your experience? Yeah, I think <laughs> actually when I first started, I, it was very new to me because I've never really played a game, um, and or at least play outside of like people that I know. Like I always play with mm. people that I know, right? Mm. So the first time getting into the community it was a bit like, haha, and then like. But I think what what is like interesting is that you meet a lot of different kinds of people. So you do have those people who are like huh. really loud and like they 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 are very serious about the game. Then they get angry and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But then like there are actually so many people you don't have to always play with this kind of people, right? Like I think um yeah my experience has been generally positive. Um, I think um oh, people people are a bit more careful now, and I think there are a lot more females playing um the game games nowadays and it's becoming more of a norm as well so i think when we first started as well we kind of had this um all-female kind of group so that you know we have that kind of safe space um for all of us to kind of play and improve together and i think that was Mm. um something that the community kind of supported as well they were like oh my gosh you know we pokemon unite singapore has this uh girl girl games group and like they are like you know playing in competitions and like actually improving pretty well like you could actually see mm. the improvements and all that kind of stuff but of course of course um as you stay longer in the community you do see like more bad apples as well um and mm. i think it's normal mm. in in any kind of industry not just like um, esports in particular but of course i think in esports there is definitely more representation of males compared to females and that can be a bit intimidating mm. and i think also the the amount of time they spend on these games can be a lot more than ours. So in that sense, maybe, yeah, we get a bit yeah. overshadowed. But at the same time, I think the community has been generally quite okay. As long as, um, you know, you, you play to improve, I think people are generally okay to play with you kind of thing. And of mm. course, there are like some of those like um, comments that honestly aren't really necessary. And like mm. in, in those cases, then I do just try to ignore them or like... um. Just interact That's with these people a bit lesser. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, 
Dota is a super toxic game. <laughs> Let me just say so. that first. And 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 <laughs> yeah, basically mobile games lah, right? Um, and I mean even me like when you just playing with friends, right? Like there are always like people who are super agitated and super angry. Yeah, yeah. Like those kind of people who like always spoils like the the fun in the game. Like sometimes you just play for fun, mm. but these people take it so seriously. It's still like they are in a ton- in a tournament or something. And then you down there just because you want to have fun, but then you get scolded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, like mm. man, that sucks, man. Okay, lah. I get scolded because I am not that good at this. <laughs> <time>, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and but then, um, yeah, it's a good point. Um, I guess riding on that point where um, you say that uh, in gaming, like uh, for 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 women or for females at least, like. Uh, you guys have uh, have your own group where you know it's it's kind of like a safer space, mm-hmm. um, to to discuss and and also to play games together and to improve together, right? Which which begs the question, um, I said for me like just out of curiosity, like sometimes I think out loud. So is it because like freaking guys are so toxic right, in the <laughs> gaming industry in general? Like people who play professionally to the point that uh, we have to resort to like instead of finding a way. Or, or like because because it's so hard to find a way to try and weave the genders together in like one team, we have to find a way to actually, uh, you know, separate or 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 for the females to to create their own separate group first in order for them to have a safe space to train and practice together, and to compete instead of, is it because like do you think is it is it because like it's so hard to. To form a team together or form a form a community together where 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 females and males are. Professionally competing in a in an esport, mm, you know. I guess I guess in Pokemon Unite <laughs> it can be a little bit different, um, because it is much more casual or it's much more accessible, and um, the gameplay itself is simpler than a lot of the other mobiles that we uh, are very familiar with. And I think because of that, I think the female representation in PU is not that, it's not as bad as probably these other games. Um, but I think yeah, I think. Uh, there are some females who are kind of in some of the pro teams in Singapore, at least for for this game. Um, and uh, it's still a bit rare, lah. Basically, and I think it basically yeah. it is probably yeah. because like some of some of the females here they don't have prior mobile experiences or they don't really play as much games uh. as like a lot of the guys. Cause like I think guys kind of play games as hobbies since maybe a younger age. I honestly never touched <laughs> yeah. um mobiles until like I was in university as well. So oh, so a lot right. a lot of this experience and time spent in previous games kind of translates to um the current games that they play. And I think in terms mm-hmm. of the skill set because cool. of that they have uh they have better kind of um game sense and I think if you're going competitive like that that really helps you um a lot more and Maybe because of that, um, it's still mainly dominated by um, guys. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That. Well, that. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good point. Actually. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know. I. I. I hate to say it, but I don't know why. Like gaming is just a, such a guy thing. Yeah. It's true though. Like since young, right? Like most of the time, even even I mean, you can see it like, like your cousins or something when you were young. Like it's always the guys when you go to someone else's house. Like it's always the guys uh, crowding around computers or something. You know, when when someone is playing a game, you know, I don't know. I feel like that is a common scene in my family at least, mm. <clears throat> and my like immediate friends. Um, Actually, for me, it was quite different though. Like 
Oh, I was quite yeah. exposed to like games at a young age or so. Um, mm. Yeah, like probably because that was when I guess tech was more accessible or like um, when I was like in primary school, we were already exposed to like, uh, you know, like YA games, all that kind of right, stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah, so we were playing like, you know, multiplayer games with like our siblings or like cousins. And then like that was when um, iPad came out. So, so you have like all these mobile apps out there. Where we can kind of like play with each other. Right. Yeah, so I felt like, or at least, sorry to say this again, but like my generation, it's a bit different. <laughs> oh, to provide some context, yes. why you why you want to provide context of your age first before <laughs> you say these things? Oh, okay, She's okay. a 2000s generation. Yeah, yeah 2000s kid. Interesting. Yeah, so. She's 00, zero eh. Oh my. So I think, uh. I think while you guys like were studying, then we were already like playing games. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think yeah, it's, it's so accessible. That's common, true. For sure. Yeah. So, and also during that period of time, that was when like YouTube boomed and stuff. So like there were a lot of like mm. um gaming YouTubers, and yeah, I guess like most of the content that we watch are like, like we we can be easily exposed to all these kind of things. Yeah. So I think. And that's so. Yeah. True. So to yeah. us, it's like it's not as bad. Yeah. Or like it doesn't. Yeah, we don't so really, really feel the that older gap. Generation. Mm. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I I think we do share some of that childhood as well, right? Like um, yeah. At least for me, my dad kind a of a bit later played, though. A bit later. He la. played a lot yeah. of games as well. Like, but the mm. thing is, he didn't let ah, us play. Okay. Like he I just played, then he just let us watch. <laughs> then he don't allow us to play the games. Or like when we play Show games, it was watch. like I think the older generation at that point were like um, computers are bad for you, so you only can play for like this amount of time you can yeah. only be on the computer mm. for this amount of time or like you had that one hour, one hour, yeah. and like the yeah. whole internet is just so slow so you just oh play games God. like yeah. mini clip or like battle on yeah <laughs> yes. oh I feel so old <laughs> dude mini clip yeah I wanted to say that because like like Ven was mentioning like in the 2000s right let's say when you were in primary 1 it's already like what 2007 right oh my 2007 2000 eh primary 1 I was 2000 is it 2007 2008 yeah eh, yeah so it was already at that point of time when like when I was in 2008 I was already in secondary school and mm-hmm. I already start looking at Dota like and and that that just means right that Mini clip wasn't really in your mind really because I I feel like it was only in the early primary school, like super early 2000s, 2001, 2002. Maybe uh, Roxanne, you're two years younger than me, right? Is it? Are you twenty six this year? I'm not. I think I am. I'm nine. Do I reveal age? Eh? <laughs> Oh, you're 9'5". Yeah, but I'm 9'5". Okay, okay. I'm 9'4". I'm 9'4". Oh. Okay, we're not too far different. Mm. So that means around primary school is when we aggressively play Battle On. And yes, play. and MapleStory, uh, I guess. Yeah. Oh my... I never really played right. MapleStory though. Um, yeah, because I, I really wasn't allowed to play a lot of computer games then. And mm. yeah. yeah, it just wasn't my kind of game. Platformers were definitely not my kind of game. I see. So. I see. Okay, my era was oh. more of like... um. Or at least for yeah, for me and my friends, we were more of like Minecraft and uh, Minecraft. Club Penguin. Oh my god! I mean, if you want to go back a bit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Club Penguin. That was the thing that kind of like connected like everyone, I guess. So cool! Yeah. Minecraft was your first game. Oh my god, my first game. Help! Actually, Roxanne, you mentioned dial up, right? Dial up internet. Yeah, it was still using those like Pentium. Intel Pentium computers. Yeah, honestly, like the processors were still said, Pentium that time. Yeah. Oh shit, you still know. Yeah, so you know when before core okay, right now it's already what? Um 
i9 i5 oh, yeah, yeah. Right? like yes. yeah but before that before that like um it was like core to duo core to quad <laughs> like when there were four cores and two cores in a computer right. but before that before that it was called pentium like pentium 1 2 3 4 and i was i was back then like when it was still in kindergarten and stuff like before primary school my computer was still like pentium 1 pentium 2 like it was super slow as hell and then internet was like virtually like you you were saying dial up right but it was virtually like non existent right yeah it was of, of it was how really slow, slow it is yeah <sighs> wow that was painful like. that's why we were still playing shit like playgrounds right last time yeah we had a childhood we had a childhood <laughs> Not all the playgrounds are all quite empty. It's a different yeah. kind of chapter. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Quite unfortunate. <laughs> no, that is so sad. Ah, uh, I don't know. Uh, that's, a, that's a story for another. Because uh, actually, Rox, I wanted to invite Sophia also. Oh. Like Sophia, the one who's still working with King Hua. Oh my god. Like she do all this community thing, right? Yeah, and... and well, I see I already mentioned this. I haven't even talked to her about it. But... <laughs> but uh, because I was... I just had this exact similar thought. Like, every time... There's, there's really this playground in front of my house. Uh, and... Because I stayed here for my my almost my whole life. Mm. So I'm 28 right now. I probably stayed here for 26, 25 years. Right. And um, that whole time, that playground has always been like... Like during my childhood, I remember primary school, sec- at least until secondary school and JC days, there were still like people going to playgrounds. Parents were still bringing kids to the playground. But now this is so empty. And, and it's kind of sad because like there's still like a huge amount of effort put in by designers, uh, um... To, to actually try and improve like how playgrounds are being built right in a mm. way that you can actually still encourage kids to go down and, and invite cr- parents to yeah, bring down I kids. Yeah, I guess it's creative as well. Uh, yeah, but it's uh, it's so sad though that it's not working. Or, yeah. or I just need to get some insight on this. So what is going on here, right? Why, why? Like, all this effort being put in, like, is it is it just because like all this tech advancement like is so huge right now to the point that you know, freaking parents just putting iPad in the prams, right? Yeah. In front of kids. Kind like, of is that... Mm. That's, that's probably, like, one of the main reasons why this kind of thing, like, play, playgrounds literally just... It's like the back of their heads, you know. I mean, whatever lah. What is this? It's, it's kind of like a decoration in the in the neighborhood. <laughs> it's not like a space where I go to with my friends. You know? Yeah. Like after school, you no know, after school, after school, kids are just playing Mobile Legends on your phone, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know my little brother. Like every single day, right? He uh. comes back home, um, and plays like Roblox or Minecraft with his friends. Oh. <laughs> and he's like sec one right now. Yeah. Oh dear. That oh, no. is his life. But I mean, it's, it's nice to like, see that uh, they are video calling and like, you know, playing with each other. But like, a bit sad also. Yeah, yeah. because after school, you just want to rush home, you know? Mm. Like, last time after school, I, I don't know, I, I don't know about you, Van, but, but I, I, I don't know, I, also I don't know, Rox, like whether you share this um, experience with me last time when, like at least in primary school or secondary school, um, you know, after school, you always want to go out. Or you always yes. want to do something with your friends outside. Like do some sports or something, right? Like play some sports. Eh? Instead of like rushing home. Because you feel that, uh, you know, at home, there's really nothing much. Yeah, right? My computer correct. sucks. If my parents can play games or something, they don't let me play. <laughs> you know? So so our avenue is really outside with friends rather than mm. uh, rushing home to play games with friends. Uh. Mm. Oh, how much things have changed? Well, we sound old. Right? You sound old. I sound old. I keep saying, you sound old. You yeah, sound old. I keep old. saying last time, last time. Right? <laughs> you sound like old. <laughs> last time, uh, last time. Uh. <laughs> okay la. okay hey, actually okay actually i i just have one last question mm. actually that i wanted to to ask you about so we've all been said about um streaming about shortcasting 
uh, basically all this uh, I mean we, we haven't re- actually really got into all the different kind of jobs that you can take in the gaming industry right. I'm not saying as a designer as a game designer but as a participant right, as a gamer um, or, or as someone who facilitates this kind of competition um, but more focused on rather rather more focused on just what you do mm. uh, like in terms of shoutcasting in terms of streaming uh, do you personally feel that in Singapore's context uh, it is something sustainable um you know, to have as like your main source of income or do you feel like, honestly feel like at this point in time, it's really still something that is useful to have as a side gig rather than as a main gig? Um, for my, uh, or rather, rather than as your main job? From my understanding, for shortcasting, it's not very feasible unless you are at of like a certain standard and you're not just doing projects in Singapore. So you are taking gigs that mm. are maybe regional or international in nature because those are the ones that kind of mm. pay more. So unless um you can get to that standard, it's going to be very hard for you to do this on a full-time basis. And I think in Singapore, the esports scene is still kind of growing. So a lot of people don't recognize the value that um, shoutcasters bring to the table. And I think that's one of the reasons why um it's very hard for it to kind of um be a full-time thing at this point. But as for streaming, it's quite interesting because... Before this, I knew nothing about streaming. And um, within like last year, I actually found out that there are some streamers in Singapore who d- do it on a full-time basis. And it's actually mm. it's actually feasible. Um, I think, of course, like like a freelance job, it isn't going to be as stable as um, if you have like a full-time job, like, basically. Um, mm. But I think if you have a unique angle that you can bring to the table, um, it's definitely possible to do it on a full-time basis. But okay, yeah. Thanks, thanks for for sharing that. Actually, then, what what about? But it's tough, right? Because let's say in the context of Singapore, um. Okay, lah. I, I I'm I'm not really sure. Maybe maybe not in the context in Singapore. Rather rather like, in general, to be a streamer, um, it require it really requires a lot of like. Discipline, right? Like people people might think like ah, you know. Uh, this dude, no, this girl is just gaming, mm. and then they're just putting on a camera whenever they game. Like it sounds easy. Like they just talk cock, you know. Uh, yeah. Every time they game, uh, what's so hard about it? But to be honest, like to be able, it's kind of like being a YouTuber, right? Mm. Yeah, in order yeah. to maintain, in order to get a, a healthy following or healthy growing following, right? You, you need to be so disciplined, mm. like with your content. Yeah, and also you need to engage your fans. So like. How do you even like yeah. you know have tiring, the time no? to like build your community? Right. So yeah. I think in terms of streaming, from what I've seen or, or heard from like um people who kind of like taught us a little bit during the, the streamer camp and through my own interactions with some of the bigger streamers on Twitch, uh oops. Um basically <laughs> <laughs> uh what I know is that some for some of them they actually took quite a long period of time. Uh, to get to where they are. So some of them actually mm-hmm. take years and honestly, during those wow. periods of time, they don't do it full-time. But once it is viable for them to do it full-time, then they try to make the switch. Mm-hmm. And I think the successes for each person kind of um, is quite different. It's it's quite different mm-hmm. from person to person, basically. Some people can find success in in, in a year, maybe a few months. Uh, some people find success in a few years, depending on the content that they are kind of pushing out and what they kind of... um want to do lah so I think mm. um, from what I've seen gaming doesn't really get you very far in the streaming community unless let's say you are either a very pro player so people watch you because they want to learn and improve their own gameplay mm. or you kind nice. of are like a more community person 
um, doing variety and stuff. But games generally are not where people earn most of the money, if I'm not wrong. This is just a personal mm. opinion. Though. Uh. So I think um, where people actually earn more and we see more full-time streamers um, when they are doing content such as like more in real life kind of stuff. So they kind of bring the cameras around with them and they do certain things in public mm. spaces. Um, I feel like those are more in demand because it's maybe a bit more entertaining and it appeals to a larger audience as well. So there are there are definitely different ways that people monetize um how how to stream and stuff. And I, mm. I guess your success in making it a full time thing is whether or not like that is kind of like your main concern or not. Because I think people are, are on streaming sites for a lot of reasons. It doesn't have to be money. It does it can be for a lot of other reasons as well, like building up a community mm. or just sharing um mm, yeah, what you yeah. like to do. So it really depends on how you kind of approach it and mm. and whether or not you're able to hit the hit the right spot. Be be at the right place at the right time. I think that definitely plays a part as well. Yeah. Mm. Well, amazing points. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm glad you pointed out that you know it's not really just about gaming also because like really some people just want to do it for fun also, right? Yeah. Like like even for fun, you know, not to just make not to make a community also. But you never know uh, when doing it for fun also. If you're at the right place at the right yeah. time, the right people spot you, right? Wow, I see this. Uh, it has a it has it has some amount of luck also lah with it. Wow. Then how do you okay? Actually, I said that was the last question, <laughs> but because you mentioned about monetizing, ah, uh, mm. I, I was I I've been I've always been curious about this also. Like, how do you like YouTube? There are ads, right? Right. But what about what about Twitch streaming? How do you earn from? So how do you earn from? There streaming? are many ways that people mm. earn from streaming. So like you said, like ads as well. But of course, ads are very a very small portion of where you actually get your money from. Um, most of the others are probably from um. If you're talking about Twitch specifically, it's kind of like subs. So subs are basically um little amounts of money paid by viewers uh on a monthly basis to support you and your stream. So it mm. can it's around maybe like three to five dollars a month, and and that that's where it per starts. Us. Huh? Per person well, that goes to yeah, you, uh, goes the three to, to five dollars. So uh, basically, if you sub on Twitch, it's around three to five dollars. I think around there. Um, not and not everything goes to you because of course it goes to the platform as well. Um, and people can give that and once once they are sub to you, of course you kind of give back a little bit with like you know emotes and like certain features that you know if they sub to you then they kind of get so they don't get ads or that kind of thing. Um, other than that, there are other mm. avenues as well. So like you can have a dono, so you can kind of create a PayPal donation. Um, goal or something, and then people can donate to you directly. Um, and of course, I think the most mm. important one is probably from sponsors. So once you your stream size has grown big enough, um, sponsors is generally where you can get um, get more of your money money from, I guess. Um, but it depends on what yeah. you stream as well, lah. So like um, yeah, shall not go into that. Um, but yes, yeah. because <laughs> it it really it, yeah. there's a whole range of stuff where you can earn money from and. And yeah, I think it really depends on um what you stream and what you want to do for the money. Mm. Wow. Well, I learned so much actually. To be, I, to be honest, right, I didn't expect to find out so much from this chat. Well, but I'm so glad I like we brought you into the the episodes. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I need some time to to process, man. It's really, <laughs> really been like quite a lot of things. I'm, I'm still kind of quite speechless, uh. though. I've never, to be honest, like I never in any episode, right, I always got so much things to <laughs> talk shit about. But today, today feels more serious. Uh, like I'm really just into the whole topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's quite different, right? Uh, it's quite an alternate, a alternative kind of 
um, pathway and stuff like that. Mm. Pathway. Because I don't have other friends also that does streaming. That's why I feel like, ah, oh, okay, this is something rare and I, I guess it's something good to front also. Mm-hmm. Like, at least to share, to share with. I guess, of course, lah, most of our listeners, listeners now are really like our friends right. and maybe like some family members. Yep. Yeah. So, could be good for them at least to to start listening and to expand their horizons. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> Later, like, they all become like, like streamers or so. Actually, actually, since doing it, I have people who like came to me and Pitched asked out. me about streaming stuff first. They said that oh. they were also interested oh. in doing it, and I was like quite shocked as well because I didn't expect like um people to be interested to do it, and like actually mm. yeah, it's quite interesting to see that you know it's an up and coming thing that might mm. be viable in the future. I guess like I, honestly, over COVID, I've just seen it grown so much, even in the last few mm. months of just doing it. Yeah, I think also cause yeah. during COVID, like there was this um, I I don't know, like my mom keeps watching people sell stuff. So she oh. was also wondering like how people do that. So I think the older generations they are also like quite interested or like they are quite curious as to how like um you guys do all this stuff like streaming, right. yeah. Whether if it's like gaming or not, but like yeah, just like having the courage to stand in front of like a camera and do stuff. Mm. Mm. Yeah, man. man. Like even us. We want to just put out our voice voices online. So there's there's always like a certain threshold to go past, right? Mm. I mean, okay, for me it's easier lah. I, I mean, rocks, you know me lah. I'm I'm just anyhow kind of person. Very loud, just talk shit everywhere. So, so I I seen I I seen I I'm I'm guessing like mm. for me to to start this, I didn't have to think so much lah mm. as as compared to to Vanessa because I'm just that person really by nature. You know? <laughs> I'm just really anyhow ah. Mm. Uh, but but okay, why wow, sir? Ashila, eh, then is that why your mom start the home based business thing, then? Like after watching like, all this. Oh yeah, so context to rocks. Um, my mom started her own like, I okay, <laughs> I don't know how to say like it's like scallion business. Ooh. <laughs> so basically, like she fried yeah, she just uh sells fried scallions. Interesting. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think she's low key inspired by that. Like you know, doing uh her own business and stuff. But, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Dainty yeah, like kitchen, like she was asking me about like no, she was asking me about like streaming or like how people sell stuff online. Then she also started like recently. She started asking me how to do like TikTok videos. Then I'm like, I don't, I cannot <laughs> wow. because I'm not on TikTok or like I'm right, not right. actively posting on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so, so interesting. I think it's, I think it's, no, yeah, I think actually, it's very interesting. Mm. Actually, like, before, like, when I was streaming, um, it took me a while to get used to, like, um, all of the terms and also, like, how people use social media because mm. I'm honestly quite off from social media. Like, I don't mm. post yeah. stuff. I, maybe at most I post stories, but, like, people mm. use social media to kind of push for their streams and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And Twitter yeah. is also another thing. That yes. um, is um, oh especially used in like maybe the the Western Hemisphere, right? So <laughs> I had to kind of like look a little bit, see how people use it, and then try and learn mm. from there. But I have not tried out TikTok. It's just not something that um, I guess I'm interested to do. And like, yeah, it's, it's just not lah. I, I feel like I'm still a very private. <laughs> but I have a strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah but but you know, I really have a strong feeling that we are gonna be those people who are like gonna be left in the dust yeah. like just because of this uh, you know I really feel like it's kind of like how um, 
when Facebook first came out and then our our parents were just like, ah, oh, you know, why is Facebook? And then eventually when they actually got on Facebook, everyone else were not using Facebook already. Right. Like our generation. <laughs> uh, like they, they were posting all these uh, good morning messages on Facebook, <laughs> but we all like, were like on yeah, Instagram. Shit. But now we feel like we are the ones stuck on in Instagram, but you know, all these young people are on TikTok already. Mm. And then we go... Yes. <laughs> It does feel when like we get it. on TikTok, it's gonna be a bit too late, and we'll start creating lame ass content. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> the circle of life. That's so funny, yeah. Mm, wow, shit. Yeah, but yeah, that the social media part has always been like a very, very challenging thing for me. So you know, <laughs> even even for this podcast, right? Like, like thinking about social media. Uh, if you're not a very social media person, it's super super tiring. Yeah, it's actually quite hard. It's very taxing. Mm. It's very hard, it yeah. Is. Uh, maintaining that maintaining multiple yes. social media accounts eh, or ma- multiple crazy. platforms eh, yo yeah what I've realised yeah, I cannot sleep so I think about each it. platform has different users and like because yeah. of that you, you cannot just find a solution that, that is one size fit all like you want to do something different on, on yeah. Instagram you want to do something different on Twitter you oh. want to do something different on, uh, on TikTok and wow it's crazy the amount of work that mm. actually goes into like I guess content creation and knowing what to do for marketing and branding is like oh my god yes I agree exactly that's why that's why like having a manager and you know content manager for this kind of things like eventually like, when you when you get larger when you get more well known it's, it's a super super important thing to have because like you can't be handling I'm pretty sure all these uh, you know um, all these like huge streamers don't handle everything themselves yeah. also la. correct and I think Def- like for sure at least for streamers now what I know is that uh, if you get big enough like agencies also kind of sign you on as content creators and that is also one avenue oh. for how they actually monetize as well oh yeah mm. oh shit I think this this podcast won't end uh, because I will still <laughs> like, I will continuously have questions every time you just you just cut whatever you need yeah <laughs> <laughs> no lah as in uh, I, I think I think we should end it soon it's already like what let's see one ah, it's almost 1.15 yeah. I think just nice okay okay and it's yeah wow, rocks thanks so much no uh, for sharing <laughs> yeah for today's episode I want to clap uh. I want to do that clap what's this like you know that I'm more guy that always clap at the end of the flight <laughs> I don't know whether I can I don't hear, hear my got, broadcast uh, video is broadcast doing, on yeah. yeah the broadcast confirm don't nah. don't capture uh. maybe I put so fake smart. clap uh, if, if I got energy <laughs> Okay lah. Uh, thanks so much. Uh. Thank you, wow, okay. I cannot sleep so late nowadays uh, because I need to wake up for <gasps> too fast, right? Oh yeah. oh yeah. I need to wake up at like 5am. Uh. Oh my. Yeah. Okay, yes. You okay lah, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Soon, soon. <laughs> okay, I, I should edit first. Uh. Okay, Rox, later we, we decide like what, uh, what, what your chair looks like after this. Yes. And thanks again, man, for, for coming tonight on this uh, recording Yay. with us uh, on today's episode. No problem. Ooh. Thanks for having thanks, me. Thanks, Rox. Is Pikachu your favorite character? No, it's not. It's oh, just yeah. a toy that I happen to have. So it's like <laughs> honestly, it was never here. So cute that you hang it I there. I kind of have it there for my friend had a Pokemon toy for her cast, and then because I was casting with her, then oh, I decided to put even it know. as well. Uh. Oh, so okay. Cute. Last question: What's your favorite Pokemon? What's my favorite Pokemon? Hmm. Don't have. Don't know. Nothing comes to mind. Okay, ask again. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm not ready. I don't know. Or like, what's your main? <laughs> what's your main in? Okay, okay. Uh, po- mm. Okay, ask again. Uh, ask what's your favorite main? Ask again. What's your favorite main Pokemon? What's your favorite Pokemon? Um, in Pokemon Unite, um, I mainly use Lucario. <laughs> <laughs> Lucario, isn't it the? Is it water? Oh fuck! I'm gonna get attacked <laughs> for this. Actually, I just curse. Ah, uh. ah, it's water. Yes. No, it's not water. It's fighting and steel, and it looks eh? very dirty on the plushie. <laughs> okay, I'm so but sorry. Yes. Sorry, guys. <laughs> 
I I I kind of remember it looks like a dog or a wolf or something. Oh something like that. Is it a dog though? Uh, is it a dog? Actually, okay, I'm, I'm gonna yeah, Google I, I, I think, I think it's the dog, guys. I'm actually episode. not very sure. I'm so sorry. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Let me let me Google. Is Lucario a dog? <laughs> oh, okay, Lucario is a bipedal dog slash wolf. Cute. Okay. Learning things right, every day. And yeah. learn new things every it's day. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Okay lah. Before we drag on further, freak lah. Freaking lame. Every time keep dragging. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Thanks guys. Hey. Thank we'll see you in two weeks time. Bye. 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 Woo. Did she just leave? Why people always do this? Uh? <laughs>